Like the French say, we have a very difficult, not difficult, but a harsh gospel. We see the other side of Jesus Christ, of Jesus, gentle Jesus, shows us, you know, his justice, his zeal, you know, for his temple, the temple of his father. He wants all of us to delve into this reading in the sense of knowing that God has given us many good things. First of all, he has made of us his temple. Through baptism, we have become the new temple, God's dwelling, God's presence, sorry, dwells in us as a temple. The temple is a place where God dwells. And in that dwelling, in that temple, should be a spirit of prayer, thanksgiving, all types of prayer, petition, etc. And also in that temple, our temple, there should be an altar, an altar of sacrifice, our hearts. No one is free of suffering. All of us have to suffer something in the world. We have to know how to accept our sufferings, how to offer those sufferings up to the Lord so that He become a sweet-smelling sacrifice before the Lord. We have to know the dignity of our own temple. Nowadays, my dear friends, how many people, how many baptized Christians have received the Holy Eucharist, the presence of God Himself, confirmation, realize that they have, that they are, a temple. And that temple needs to be guarded every single day, every single day. I am a living image of God. God dwells in me. Uh, the examination of conscience for today, how am I taking care of my temple? How am I taking care of my temple? Do I feed the temple of my soul with God's presence? You know, we're, myself and Father Dominic, we come from the north in Spain, servants of the mother. Our three missions are the defense of the Eucharist, the defense of the uh, honor and the virginity of Mary, and also for the conquest of the young people of Jesus Christ. So the topic of the Eucharist is very, very important for us. You know, the Eucharist is so important and so forgotten nowadays. Or we go to Mass, we get, you know, we get into the routine, I go, I receive Holy Communion, I don't even give thanks when I receive it, I walk out the door, and I forget that I've received the Son of God in my heart. He's with me. He's, you know, we don't receive a thing. We receive a living person, a divine person who loves us and who fills that hole, that immense hole that we have in our hearts that's only made for Him and that only He can fill. You know, we all of us can fall into that, into the temptation to look for things or people, pleasures, whatever you will, outside of God. If I have this, I will be happy. If I have that, I will be happy. If I have this relation, I will be happy. And it's just like, a, like chasing bubbles. I think I'm going to get it, and right, right when I think I have it, it disappears. Another one comes up, I think I have it, it disappears. And all our lives, we're chasing after bubbles that never satisfied us. It never satisfies. And you all know that. You all know it from experience. No? It never satisfies. Only Jesus satisfies. I was working as a hospital chaplain in Spain, 
And I, I how the Lord that teaches us. Oh my goodness. There was this one I had to, I, I was, I had my little list, and I had to visit the people that were on my list. I was new to the to the hospital, and there was like three pavilions. Instead of going to pavilion B, I went to pavilion C, room 320. And I went there, ah, hello, are you are you Carmen? No, I'm married. And I made a mistake, sorry for, 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 for bothering you. Know, she was like very ill, so I'm sorry for interrupting. So I just turned out that I was about to leave, and she said, Father, don't go. And I said, why? I want to make my peace with God. Well, very good, Lord. I didn't even know where I was going. You put me here, and how oh God, oh God takes care of each and every one of us, and how he's watching us. So, so anyway, I went up to her. She made her second, she was about 45 years old, and she had cancer, she had a really big tumor right on the side of her face. She made her second confession in her life. She received her second Holy Communion in her life, and she received her first and her last, um, I forget how you say it in Spanish, I'm in, I'm in Spanish. The anointing of the sick. She received her first and her last anointing of the sick. She died like a day later. Now think about this. You're born, you're going to die. It's all of us. Time's ticking. You know? When I was reflecting over this, this, this episode, I was saying how beautiful God is. How he takes care of us, even to the very last moment. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. He takes an instrument and he puts that instrument where he wants to because he was taking care of that woman. He was looking care after that woman. He wanted that woman to be uh, forgiven. He wanted that woman to be united with him, with his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And he wanted that woman to have that strength of the holy anointing so she can make it into the next life with strength and with peace, with a clean conscience. You know, and I was thinking how beautiful God is. How God watches over us. How God watches over His temple. But at the same time, I was thinking how sad that story is. Because look at it. Think about it. She made her first Holy Communion probably when she was eight years old. And she never set foot into the church since then. Now, could you imagine if she went to daily Mass ever since her first Holy Communion? The brightness, the brilliance, the majesty of her soul, how much more beautiful it would have been if she prayed every day, if she had love for Our Lady, if she had practiced acts of virtue instead of being selfish, looking after herself, no, I gotta live my life the way I wanna live my life, I gotta do what I gotta do. No, that's what all this is temptation, my friend, for all of us. You know, we forget. We forget who we are. This is so important. If I don't know who I am to God, and I don't know who God is to me, I'm lost. My dear friends, everything that you hear in the church, everything that you experience in the Holy Catholic Church, you know, it should lead you to love. Love. God is in love with you. God is in love with you. He's in love with you to such a point that he sent his only begotten son, nailed on the cross. He's there crucified. Like St. John of Avila says, he's there with his head bowed down to hear our prayers, to give us a kiss, 
He's there with his arms extended, nailed to the cross, waiting to give us a hug. He's there with his feet pierced to the cross to wait for us, to wait for us to come for him, to receive his mercy. He's there with his heart pierced to give us every type of spiritual blessing that we need. He's there. He's there. He's here. He's in your hearts. Never forget that, my dear friends. There are young people. There young people here. You've got to talk to the young people. All the young people. I wish you the young people. You need to know that you are very important. Hey, I'm talking to the young people now because the young people are apostles for other young people. The other young people may not step into the church, but you're here. You, you're here. You're hearing this. God is going to send you out there. He's going to send you out there with this wow. I'm a somebody for God. I'm a temple, I'm a holy temple for God. He loves me. He has his sights on me. And he's going to use me. He's going to use me to bring other souls into the church. You know, I'm going to ask you guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, I get like this. I'm sorry. I'm not angry. But oh, I started to come up. Yeah. Do you guys ever think about the fact that you have a mission in the church? You don't just go home and do your things at home. But you're called to work in the church, all of you, each and every one of you, God wants to use you as an instrument, as a beloved son and daughter, to bring other souls into the church. We don't just come here, listen to what we got to do, look at that man, that man, and then we go out and we go back to our business. It's not about that. When I come here, I got to leave differently. When you get before the, the, the burning bush, you cannot come into the presence of God and leave the same. Impossible. You come out here different. Your soul should be lit. Right? You should have this zeal for God's house. Look at I want to be holy. I want to be a saint. I want to be a... They bust on us so much in Spain. In Spain, I don't know how many saints they have. I don't know how many saints they have in Spain. How many canonized native-born American saints do we have? How many men? Saints, God bless you. How many men saints are there? Father, are there? I don't think there's any. Zero! We got zero. Guys, what are you doing? When you tell me this is Spain, I'm like, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Look at the women are beating us. We gotta do something. We gotta score some gold. Guys, I'm telling you, it's not working. What are we doing as men, uh, leaders, leaders? What are we doing? Yeah. Guys, listen, your role as men are so important right now. Especially, the, and I'm talking right now to the older ones. You've got wisdom. You've got this, the, the experience of life. You lived your life. You know what went wrong. You stepped out of the mines. You blew up. God put you back together. You know where not to go. You know where to go. You have wisdom. You can tell other people, don't go there. If you go there, this is what's going to happen. You've got to speak. You can't be afraid. Listen, you cannot be afraid to work for the Lord. You cannot be afraid. I'm going to give one another quick. I'm going to make Father Dominic red right now. Father, he just told me a story the other day that was fantastic. He was working in Ecuador for like six years. He was on a bus. Right? He was on the bus, there was a lot of families on this bus, it was packed. All of a sudden they put on this movie, nasty movie. Now we're going to talk about it, nasty, nasty, nasty movie. 
Nobody's doing anything. Father, God, Father Dominic gets up, he walks up to the bus driver, what are you doing putting this movie on? This is terrible. There's kids on, on this bus. There's families on this bus. This is no place for a movie like this. The guy shut it off. Nobody clapped. Nobody said anything. But he did it. Alright, the executive, are you having enough guts to do that? Would you have enough guts to do that for the love of God and for the love of other people? No, I'm telling you, ladies, you've got to do this. You've got to do this. Remember, I just going to come up here and just, I've got to, like, I've got to poke at you. Everybody here, you know, you've got to let the Lord poke at your heart today. What's he saying to me today? If I'm here, I'm here because I want to listen to what he wants to tell me. I want to bless all of you. You're all my children. I love you. I want to bless you. Do you want the blessing? Yes, Father. Yes, Lord. Are you ready to do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it? Even if it's going to cost you to blush, are you ready for it? Yes, Father, I'm ready for it. No, I'm not ready for it. Mama Mary, help me to be ready for it. Without the Lord, we can't do anything. But with the Lord, we can do anything that He asks of us. But we have to be ready to conquer ourselves. We can't let the devil keep putting up this wall in front of us. And that's what he can can't do it. They're going to laugh at you. Now, who are you to say anything? Ah, look at you. Look at you. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You don't. Ha, 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 Another soul conquered. Guys, how many souls depend on your yes to the Lord? How many souls are waiting to hear Jesus loves you? Look, I don't know how many people here today. Could you imagine if each and every one of you just touched the heart of one person today? Wherever you are, in the supermarkets, in your work, wherever you are, in your own houses, you know, touch the heart of one person today. Just touch one heart. Smile at them. What's true love? Forgive somebody. Bless somebody. Help somebody. Pray for somebody. If we do this, my dear friends, we're making these temples of our hearts beautiful. When I work in mercy, when I make any act of virtue, I am beautifying my temple. I am opening my temple to the Holy Spirit, to His action, to His love, to His sanctifying grace. I'm making myself more holy. Do you want it? I'm going to leave with that. Do you want it? That's the question. Do I want it? Remember, I have one life, one life, and it's passing so fast. Do I want it? Am I going to make the best of my time and follow the Lord and serve the Lord? Or am I just going to do what I want to do? Which is just chase after both. Pop, 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 pop. Amen. All right? You ready? You all heard it. Looking at the faces. I don't know if I did anything good here, but you all heard it. Now we've got to think about it. Now we've heard it. Now we've got to think about it. Under it in your heart and see what the Lord has asked you to do today. Amen.